So <clears throat> as we speak of different matters, here's a little story that um, I found in Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution, came out recently, and um, just shows that, you know, we're still discovering matters in places and times where we assume we know most things. And um, quickly we're reminded, and uh, quickly we're reminded of how little we know, and uh, some discoveries are more, how can I say, exciting and encouraging than others. And here's a study that came out in uh, Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution, available in whoi.edu, and it's called, A Study Shows That Lobsters Can Detect Sound. Now, in a previous uh, podcast, I talked about the effects of sound on corals, and it was uh, run by a fabulous uh, chap at Exeter University with uh, a few other universities, and I'm not my memory serves, and uh, fabulous work. So here we discover that lobsters can hear. Now it doesn't, you know, doesn't tell you what kind of radio they like and so forth, or music or speech or whatever, but it does raise the point of man-made noise in the oceans, how does it affect them, right? So I'm going to read this short study, article based on the study, and um, let you run with it, and I'll give the details so you can follow up yourself. Study shows that lobsters can detect a sound, raises concern about impact of anthropogenic noise. This article was released on July 7th, this year, 2021. A new study demonstrates that lobsters can detect low-frequency sound and suggests that anthropogenic noise could affect lobsters. The study comes out at a time when the construction of a more offshore wind farms, with their associated underwater pile-driving noise, is being considered in New England. Right, so I can actually give a, a little more of a parenthesis here. When you've got a pylone in the water, um, for those of you who've seen uh, windmills and so forth, there's a vibration that goes with it, with the propeller. Sometimes it's the it's a bit of a flap. Sometimes it's just a... But those vibrations in the pylone will sort of have this sound. So if you're in the ocean, those are low frequencies, and they kind of can be constant. So I can imagine that, that it must sound like quite a racket for any sort of uh, living species down there, and more to discover. Following on. The paper, Sound Detection by the American Lobster, Homarus Americanus, found that hair fans, external cutular hairs that cover much of lobsters' bodies, likely are responsible for the Christosean sound detection and implies that hearing is mechanistically possible in a wider array of marine invertebrates that previously concerned, considered. This is the first study demonstrating sound detection in the American lobster using what's known as auditory evoked potential, AEP, methods, which use electrodes placed near the brain of the animal to detect neuron responses to sounds. We found that the lobster's frequency of sound detection overlaps the frequency of the buzzing sounds that they produce. This means that lobsters are clearly capable of communicating with these buzzing sounds while engaged in important behavior, such as during aggressive encounters between males, which are crucial confrontations during reproduction, said Yuen Yazekel, a postdoctoral research at the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution, who is the lead author of the paper.
Yezekiel said, this raises clear concerns about the potential impact of anthropogenic noise on these lobsters because anthropogenic noise overlaps with the frequency range of lobster sound detection, which is the range of 100 to 200 hertz. This study is a preliminary step to understanding the impact of anthropogenic noise on lobster behavior, he said. We need marine renewable energy, but we don't want to impact marine life. It's very important to assess the impact of pile-driving noise on lobster populations to be able to tell fishermen, politicians and others about these impacts and to try to reduce sounds produced by offshore wind farms as much as we can. Among anthropogenic noise sources, pile-driving is a major concern because of the high intensity of sound that it releases underwater. It's important to assess the noise impact because the American lobster fishery which extends from Maine to North Carolina, is the most valuable single-species fishery in the United States. According to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA. Commercial landings of American lobster in 2019 totaled more than 125.8 million pounds and were valued at more than 628.5 million, according to NOAA again. Lobster fishermen and supporters have expressed concern about proposed wind farms off the coast of Maine. While scientists have known for decades that marine mammals and fish use sounds to communicate with members of their same species, there is comparatively much less data on sound detection among aquatic invertebrates. To determine which lobster sensory organ is responsible for sound detection, researchers examined several possibilities including hair fans and statocysts the latter of which are located in the basal segment of each antenna in the head of the crustacean. They ruled out statocysts because the study found no significant differences in sound detection with, our, with, a, with or without lobster antennas surgically removed. Ouch. However, the researchers found that lobsters with immobilized hair fans had highly reduced or extinguished AEP responses. This suggests that hair fans play a key role in sound detection, the study noted. Researchers temporarily immobilized hair fines by covering lobsters' bodies with a lacquer spray. For their study, which was conducted at WHOI in Ferry, that's Woods Hole, in March 2020, researchers used 16 adult lobsters, a standard sample size for AEP studies of marine invertebrates. They suspended the lobsters in an opaque plastic tank and used a small underwater speaker to play sounds at different frequencies. Yezekiel said that in future studies, he would like to expose lobsters to different sources of anthropogenic noise, including shipping and pile-driving noise. Yezekiel, who grew up near the seashore in Brittany in northwestern France, said that lobsters have fascinated him ever since he was a child. They are the kings of Christocene, he said. What we all hope to discover in that anthrop is that anthropogenic noise would not have much impact on the life cycle of lobsters, he says. However, we're not sure yet considering the impact that has been shown on marine mammals and fish. Et voilà. So you can also find more on reading up on Yuen Yezekiel. Nice name from Brittany, which I will spell out, and it's going to be written, but for fun's sake here. Y-O-U-E-N-N space J-E with a, what they call accent aigu, which is an open accent. Z-E again with the same accent. Q-U-E-L. Um, 
please just look at the notes and you'll find the spelling for it too. Till the next recording, thank you very much for listening.